Hi, and welcome back once again. I am Ryan Keyes, your host, and you are listening to the show In Deep Shift, a show about shifting your reality right now. Real talk on topics and tools for a total transformation, a common sense approach to creating love, happiness, and clarity during your conscious awakening. You got it. You are in deep shift. So if you have not checked me out on social media, please go to Instagram, Ryan Keys to Life, or follow me on YouTube, Ryan Keys. If you need personal help or coaching, or you want to do a collaboration, contact me through ryankeys.com. And you can pick up my latest book on Amazon called Putting the Soul Back in Soulmates, Love, Sex, and Dating. And just because you said I do does not mean you should have stopped dating. And that could be why you're heading towards divorce. So let's get working and let's get with it. So many of our shows are about the information or the outcome or what happens before you get there. But this is going to be a show that's going to help you tie those together through transformation. I've talked about this. I've touched on it prior to this show, but I think it's important to revisit it and to cover it a little bit more in depth about spiritual, physical, emotional, uh, mental transformation. The moment that you realize in space and time that you need to up your game or you need to dive in deeper, basically when life is starting to make the decisions for you. This is when your past has become so present that your potential to change is stalled. And then a lot of times you'll look around and a catalyst will cross your path and it will force you into that change. It will line you up to the edge of the nest and it will kick your ass off and you will land tumbling, screaming, bumped and bruised and battered and have to stand back up and see what went wrong. So through the course of all these things, one of the things, I, I love this Chinese proverb, and it, it, it's going to set the tone. If you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. If you want happiness for a lifetime, help someone else. So for a second, imagine a world where we were no longer ruled by our behavior or our limiting mindsets or where our injuries didn't facilitate the future, where everybody took 100% responsibility and acceptance for their actions and their attitudes, where basically no matter what hardship hit you, what challenge faced you, that you refused to fall victim to self-criticism or to facilitate criticism based on wounding, and you no longer allowed your own abuse to become self-abuse or the abuse of others. Just think about that. Think about what that world would look like. And then imagine for a second, why is the world not that way right now? At what capacity are we operating consciously? For instance, there's a, a large faction of people that are trying to force belief, force agendas, force ideas, ideologies. And they're forcing them on people and they're calling it a right or freedom. And this is happening all around the world. And, there, and it, it happens on multiple sides, right? There's, there's no one single side. Religion is a, a huge cornerstone of this idea or this ideology. And I'm not 
throwing rocks, not pointing fingers. I'm just saying religion has facilitated a lot of frustrations, a, a lot of fractures in how we come together as a human species. In order for us to be freed from our ego and our insecurity, we have to start understanding potential. We have to uh, start embracing opportunity. We have to be able to um, rise to the um, observer status. We have to be able to examine ourselves in that potential and to create lives that understand truth is much more um, beneficial than just positivity. I've talked about this on YouTube. I've talked about this at other times where self-help is got a lot of dark secrets. Um, the self-help industry is designed to suck you in and to keep you sucking off the teat. Um, very few self-help practitioners, including myself at times, have given you enough information to move forward to continue this on your own, to find a place where you're powerful where you recognize yourself. I like to do this and to start you out baby steps with mirror work. Just the idea, think about this with me. I've said this multiple times, but you can't say it enough. When you look in the mirror, who do you see? What do you see? What do you say? Are you comfortable with who's there? Or are you lying? Are you trying to overturn insecurity that's based from abuse by not recognizing how you could better yourself or be your true self. Embracing a, an aspect of you is awesome. And I can tell you I've been skinny, I've been fat, I've been ugly, I've been attractive, I've been popular, I've been um, the last person picked. I've been healthy and I've been ill. I've been wealthy and I've been homeless. And I can tell you from both sides of the, of the coin. When I look in the mirror, even just a few months ago, even after spiritual awakenings, near deaths, plant medicine, huge, awesome mentors, there were moments when I looked at myself in the mirror and I felt stark, I felt stale. I felt judgmental and I was sabotaging myself. And then I would try to put on a happy face like, oh, well, I've got a Buddha belly. I'm happy. I, I'm happy even if I feel fat. And that was a lie. And if you're telling yourself that it's okay to be, to be, you know, you're not comparing yourself, but you, your, your level of commitment to be healthy is who you want to be. You don't have to have a six pack to be healthy, but if you are not showing up for yourself and you are not recognizing source within yourself and you're not taking that time to have an intimate relationship with who you are and recognize how you can increase your um, potentials, your possibilities, see the truth within yourself. Are you still wandering around, flailing around, trying to find an excuse? And that excuse has a lot of people that believe in it. So you strap yourself to this excuse and you make a stand, right? Oh, I'm fat and I'm happy. I understand that. Yeah, you can be happy and fat. There's nobody that says you can't. 
but you, you can't really be healthy and fat. You know, I mean, those two things don't go together. You cannot eat a Taco Tuesday every single 10 minutes for all of your life and be healthy. And I would say from any side, from people that love you, I think we would experience so much more vibrancy if you were striving to be at your highest potential. Now, and again, we don't identify those potentials through place marks or bookmarks of other beings, but how we know who we are. And this is where we're going to transform ourselves by taking 100% responsibility for our actions and preserve those even in the face of hardship or challenge, dreaming our reality into being. When you see the mirror and you recognize it and you become okay with it, don't become complacent with it. You are growing all the time and you should be giving enough to yourself to be compassionate, to continue that growth and not to become complacent and accept the person you see in the mirror at any stage. Always strive for growth. Always strive to give back. And it's your ability as a human being. You've been given such a, a huge, amazing power. And the kind of reality is well within that reach. And it starts with you. And if you want the world to change to be a better place so that you can live your truth, your, your own identity, I believe that when you tap into that confidence rather than confirma- uh, conforming, right? Rather than seeking confirmation. When you become the change you wish to see in the world, and you become the example, and I can believe you, your body believes you, your soul is expressed, your emotions support this, your mental state is an example and an expression of that stability that you're, you're, you're trying to convince me of, I think that's freaking fantastic. And that's the truth. That's the real conversation we're having. So the first tip I would say, when order to transform yourself, there's about five to seven steps. The first step is, are you ready to learn? Are you ready to transform? Because you're going to have to start working on your belief system. Even Wayne Dyer said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And just think of that for one second. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Your beliefs are dictated by how you view things. And sometimes we do need to change our mindset, our belief system. If we have a fixed mindset, if we're born a certain way, if we're stuck in who we are, if we are constantly trying to fight the suffering that has sabotaged us, if we even get addicted to self-development, right? Are you living a lie? Or are you continually striving to support the suffering by, you're not in service of other people, maybe you're in service of the suffering. Maybe you're trying to stop what created the suffering inside of yourself rather than healing it and finding the magnificent side that's on the other side of that healing. So you're not trying to stop the suffering as much as you're trying to give that excitement and that healing that came that you found after the, the suffering was over, after you've healed. So the biggest factor is, focus. Let's focus on yourself. Let's not change the world, but let's change how we see the world first. And it comes right down to you have control over three things only, right? Your thoughts, how you visualize, your focus, and how you apply those. 
you don't control the world and you can't seek to control the world to try to protect yourself or to protect other people. This is where we step into that empowering stage. We're not trying to impress people. We're trying to inspire people. We don't inspire people by trying to force them to adopt our ideas or beliefs. We inspire them because our ideas and beliefs are so congruent with shining and showing up that they're like, whoa, what are you doing? You glow. God, man, I want to know you. Who are you? But yet we continue to commit to our suffering. What about if you commit to your future by being present and using the tools of awareness to help transform you into a heightened state of mindfulness so that your mind is centered, it's bold, it's a brilliant light that is lighting up even your darkness. Gandhi said one time, live as if you were to die tomorrow and learn as if you were to live forever. Live as if you were to die tomorrow and learn as if you were to live forever. So that requires a certain level of joy. That requires a certain level of engagement. It's not about the result, but it's about the ride, right? We've all been in the back seat riding with somebody that drives crazy like a super shuttle and you're like on that whip and it's like, whoa, you get to the airport and you're about to puke. You're like, this is worse than the, <laughs> the, the high seas. So you want to somehow find a way to remain curious and open and consistent when it comes to trying to find the joy on the journey. You need to make it meaningful. You're not following in other people's footsteps as much as you're trying to create that vibrancy as you step foot into your future. So you're trying to break out of stagnation. You're trying to break out of complacency. You're trying to break out of the harbinger of hoarding past trauma, right? People that are hoarding, think of it like this. I've been overweight really, really a lot, right? I was holding trauma on my body. I started talking to the trauma. I started talking to my body. I started identifying some places of my body as a participant in my healing and who I am. And they responded. They started losing weight rapidly. Now, you don't have to, you can try it though. But so I know certain parts of my body were protecting parts of myself. I know that I have to inspire myself to remove the stagnation from my life. I know that if I speak to water, scientifically, they can prove it changes the crystallization. It makes it a much more sacred shape than if I were to yell at the water or just leave it deconstructed. So if I can make a plant grow vibrantly, if I can change water's crystal shapes by speaking to it, I can damn well speak to my body and I want to make my body my best friend right? Eat, see, say, do, listen to. Take a temple to the temple. Build your body, build your mind, build your emotions, build them through how you eat. Are you eating the things that you enjoy, but are not bad for you? 
Sometimes you are enjoying things that are bad for you, like addictions, because you're self-sabotaging. So it takes a lot of courage to identify these things, to come out of the closet when, it, when, you, you know, when you're complacent. And don't sit in that, that uh, sabotage state and try to wish for somebody to come in to rescue you. I've coached so many people that are sequestered in self-sabotage and suffering and they can't see it. So they fixate and they create fantasies and try to bring in a savior or someone to, to save them, someone to see them, to pull them out of it. And this is all subconscious, mind you, but consciously showing up. They might bring somebody in their path, but that person's not going to stay because nobody wants to stay do you, I mean, if, if somebody's really giving you a bad vibe, if you're, I mean, imagine you're at a party and everybody's like just a complete asshole. Do you really want to stay at that party? No, it, I, I leave, right? So if you are in a state of self-sabotage, if you're in a state of com compliance, of complicity, of, of being complacent, if you are not able to talk to your body, if you're not able to treat yourself with the respect that you're demanding from someone else, why would they give it to you? If you're not showing up for yourself, who is going to even show up for you? What you're listening to is important. If your body is listening to you, if water hears what you say and forms a crystal, if plants hear what you say and grow, right? Trees talk to each other too. But so what you're listening to changes you. So I, and I'm guilty. I used to use listen to NWA and Easy E and you know LL Cool J and all these other things. And a lot of this is demeaning to what I really want to be. It's not going to help me rise and shine for sure. It might help me rise, but I'm going to fall real quick. So in what I'm watching, same thing. If I'm constantly watching the news, guess what the news is telling me? It's only telling me what it wants me to know. Uh, it's, not, it's not what I need to know, right? These are things that you want to really integrate into who you are. You want to be open. You want to be curious. You want to be in a state of constant expansion. You want to be willing to walk towards healing. If you're constantly improving rather than remaining stagnant, you're going to be better. You're going to feel better. You're going to be more dynamic and you're going to bring love towards you, right? And then I always do this whenever I'm doing a reading. I have a particular card and it's there, I used to call it the obstacle card. We'll call it challenges, but we need to start viewing those as opportunities. We also want to start viewing things that happened to us in the past that are negatives as an opportunity. It's an opportunity to growth. Yes, somebody you love died. Okay, what well, do you want to... But that death, let that death serve in some positive way. Let that death serve in a way that makes magic in their memory. They didn't die and want to make you miserable, right? They don't want you to, to suffer because they're death. They want you to be supported still. That's what their energy still says. So we want to take these challenges and turn them into opportunities. We want to create a better life. We Too often we give up at the first sign of trouble. We give up. And that's the road to success. That obstacle is the key. That challenge is the key to change. It is the process of overcoming this obstacle that's going to make you the kind of person who's capable of creating the life that you really want to live. 
That person that cultivates that perseverance is the person that changes the world. That person that knows opportunity to grow expands learning and awareness. That person is the one that we see. That person is the one that love comes to you. That is the Mr. or Mrs. Right that is going to pull love directly to you. Rather than looking for Mr. or Mrs. Right, become them. And then you motivate others just by being on mission. And then, you know, honestly, there's a lot of things that have to happen in the course of this self-transformation. One of them really has to be generosity. We complain so much. It might think, it might come off that I'm complaining right now, but I'm not. I'm trying to support you. I'm being generous as as much as possible to, to encourage you into growth. My family did a lot of complaining. There was a, a very limited level of love occurring in my family. And if I had chose to let that be my story, I would be so limited right now. But I knew I took full responsibility even for their actions, right? I became the king of my world. I became the, the end all be all. I took responsibility for my mom. I took responsibility for my father. I took responsibility for everything and everyone in my life. And I decided I was going to create dreams for everybody. I was going to become the king of my world. I was going to, to take a new approach. I was not going to be a victim. I was, not, I was going to change my reality by creating a portal of possibility only. I'm not going to create a prison as a portal. I'm not going to lead myself into shackles. I'm going to create a new vision of reality. I'm going to be actively participating, facilitating growth. I want to be a student of ascension. I want to create from a conscious place. I want to share this wisdom with you, with the world, but the only way that you'll listen and the only way that it becomes wisdom is if I understand it and can walk in it and can practice it. And then I'm going to go after my dreams relentlessly. I'm not going to go after my goals because my goals can change, but my dream, my dream of bliss, my dream of beauty, my dream of understanding, my dream of perseverance, my dream of overcoming, my dream of power, my dream of full potential, my dream of compassion for others, my dream of being of service, my dream of living, my dream of being at a high state of potential, my dream of good food, my dream of good friends, my dreams, my dreams, not goals necessarily. I want to be in full support of love and understanding and, and empowering individuals, right? That's when I find that I've really started to transform and I've started to join that movement. I've started to change. I've started to really tap in. And that is where I believe that you'll find these things of being honest, changing your habits, becoming who you really are, having the courage to stop canceling out yourself because of things that happened in the past learning to educate yourself, whether it's through a podcast like this or meditation or reading a book like The Four Agreements, right? Just to stop making excuses, stop tying yourself to the old story. Relate to a dream, relate to a goal, plant those seeds, see the oak tree in the seed, See, take the apple. The next time you eat an apple, take that seed out and set it on the counter and imagine that as a tree. And then like Lot's wife in the Bible, don't look back. You're not going that way. If you're interested in what happened in the past, that's perfect. But don't construct the future from the past. 
You're getting ripped off if you continually return to the past and make a future out of it. You can't have a relationship that you really want that's going to have any adherence to the past. There's not one person that can outperform your past because you're too aware of it. You're too integrated with it. You, you know it too well. Your ego is too codependent on the quantitative information that evolved from your past for somebody to overthrow it. You have to do it because only you know your past. And if, I mean, if, imagine for a second, when you look in the mirror, you're wearing a mask. Then you put on another mask to go face the world. And then when you face a problem in the world, you whip out a mask out of your pocket. We're walking around with so many masks and all of those masks are from the past. They're all from the past. History is important. And right now we're spending a lot of money and a lot of time defacing it and, and erasing it. We're not learning from it. If you are erasing history, you are no longer going to learn from it. So if you're interested in what happened in the past, that is great, but don't get stuck in it, but don't try to change it either by erasing it. Don't trust the person that ripped you off last week and go back into that state where they're gonna destroy you again. Learn from it, rise up from it, build a mindset and manifest from that. Progress into a new potential. But the past is always the past. Leave it there, but don't try to erase it. Don't try to cover it up. Forgive it and move forward. And then don't be afraid to learn and grow, please. That's one of the biggest things. And you gotta stay, you gotta stay fast on your feet. You gotta stay creative, right? You're a piece of artwork. You're inventing the next big thing, which is you. You're if you can't dedicate five minutes of your day to doing these things, to standing up, to doing a mantra, to doing a meditation, to doing some mirror work and you want somebody to take the rest of their life to, to, to really show and shine with you, you need a lot of work, right? Because this is a long-term plan. This is a long-term love affair. And there's no other time like the present to start. I'm being serious. If you want to transform, I can help you. Many people can. There's books that can. But you've got you've to take one step towards it and stop lying to yourself, stop limiting yourself, and stop getting mad at me because you think I'm trying to trigger you or push buttons. I'm not. I've been where you're at, and I, I want you to walk through it like I did, and I'm gonna help you do it. And I'm doing it every time that you listen to a show here. So I'm just, I'm here because I love you. And this episode of In Deep Shift is over. Be sure to subscribe for future conversations on these kind of topics that will tie spirituality with practicality, that common sense approach to creating love, excitement, and clarity on your road to consciousness. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Go to anchor.fm slash indeepshift. You can leave me an audible comment and I can incorporate into a show if you like. You can also contact me for coaching or collaborations at ryankeys.com. Follow me on social media at ryankeys2life on Instagram, on YouTube, ryankeys. And you can pick up my Amazon bestseller, Putting the Soul Back in Soulmates, Love, Sex, and Dating. I'm really, I'm a practitioner of this. Even just the last two months, I've lost 35 pounds practicing these same things. I believe in you. You can do this. Peace, light, and love, and namaste your own way.